This is the Huntington Tri-State Time Machine, brought to you by Realty Exchange, the top-performing real estate company in the Huntington, West Virginia, Tri-State area. Each week, your host, W.G. Bunch, and his guests share memories and stories about the past, the present, and the future of the Huntington Tri-State area. That's Huntington, West Virginia, Ashland, Kentucky, and the Chesapeake and Proctorville, Ohio areas. If you used to live here, or you currently live here, you're going to catch yourself saying out loud, wow, I remember that. Now, here's WG. Hey, what's going on? Here we are. Oh, are you ready to rock? Hey, we're talking those live music rock and roll venues of the Huntington Tri-State area on this episode of the Huntington Tri-State Time Machine. I'm your host, W.G. Bunch. Thank you so much for being here. And special thanks to our sponsor, Realty Exchange. You're thinking about selling a house. You're thinking about buying the house. You're thinking about investing, flipping. You need somewhere to rent whatever realty-ex.com go to the website you'll see listings you're not going to see anywhere else thank you very much realty exchange for being the sponsor they will hook you up now here's what we're talking about today everybody we're talking about if you were here in those you know 80s early 90s and you used to go out hear live bands play and whatnot these two guys, one or both of them were there. First of all, I've got Al Kendall. He's been on a couple of our episodes. You know him. You love him. He's awesome. Al, how are you, brother? Doing good, WG. Thank you for having me once again. <laughs> he's, hey, as I, t- as I tell Al, he's a fighter. He's a poet. He's a preacher. He's been to school, and baby, he's been the teacher. Often. We have a new guest with us from Columbus, Ohio. This guy has history with so many bands. Probably the best one that, that, uh, the number one band that you'll remember him from, his namesake, Oni. We've got Chuck Oni from Columbus, Ohio, coming in from from uh, from the Buckeye State, Chuck, how are you, man? Hey, hey, hey! I uh, I live in Columbus now, but I was reared in Wayne County, West Virginia, and uh, also in Raceland, Kentucky. So I know the tri-state well, my friend. There you. And let me tell you something. When I I knew I was going to do an episode of rock and roll clubs and live music venues and that type of thing. And people would throw names around. You, you should be proud to know that your name never came up, but no, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. It came up, it came up all the time. And yeah, Alex and, and yeah, Joe Murphy and all these guys were like, well, yeah, you need to get Chuck Oney, man. That, that guy, I, I used to go, hear their band and they were like untouchable and yeah he was was the godfather like he he was you know he 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 plucked the little youngsters out and 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 brought them up to be rock gods 
I don't know if that's really the Godfather or that's <laughs> or if that's more Michael Jackson ish. Uh, uh, um, well, I, I'm just glad you didn't say. It. And they all said, uh, "You still owe them money." Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, some of them. Said yeah. That. Well, we'll send you the invoices. But uh, yeah. all right, so uh, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about the 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 rock and roll clubs, the live music venues that we're going to be talking about today. Chuck, give us a couple of just the names that you remember playing. Oh, well, well I definitely got to go with the, uh, the first club that I ever played in Huntington, West Virginia was the rock and roll cafe underneath Chili Willies. And then I would say uh, a club where a dive bar, where a biker bar, where I've honed my skills was the uh, park in Ironton, Ohio, formerly the barn. And uh, yeah, I got lots of memories and great memories about those places. Wait, wait, wait. The, okay. The, this place in Ironton, the park, yes. uh, is that an outdoor place or an indoor place? The park, the no, barn? No, it, it, was, it was a small dive bar it was a it was a barn uh, it looked like a barn it was it was you know it was a cool place for us because for some reason the owner kind of took a he it was called the barn and then they changed the name to the park and i don't know why they changed the name to the park i guess maybe because they graveled the whole parking lot it was all big gravel <laughs> and then I, I i don't have no idea why yeah, they changed yeah, the name but for some reason the owner bruce took a shine to us and he loved us and he made us basically the house band for the summer of 89. And when I hear that song, summer of 69, I changed <laughs> back then. Even I changed the lyrics to summer of 89. Cause I think we played every weekend, but maybe two out of the whole summer from like June to like late August. That's pretty awesome. Uh, all right. Al, yeah. give me a couple of the, that, that, that are on your list. Actually, probably the first one I ever snuck into was rockers. Um, that was more the, that was more the metal club that was where the heavy metal bands played rock and roll cafe which is mostly. where Where? where's oh, rockers so rockers was on third avenue uh where the stadium is now maybe the the little locker rooms there on the side or something yeah you know what alex just remind me i take that back the first bar i ever played was rockers in huntington not rock and roll cafe i, I played rockers in another band called st michael oh. sorry alex go on yeah no, no, no. <laughs> so 20th street you've got yeah. Varsity, Double Dribble. It's yeah, those, those are on 20th Street and then around the corner on 3rd Avenue. On the right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and at one, at one point it was the Mad Hatter, um, so it's the same building. If if Oh, I, I remember the Mad Hatter. Yeah, I know. Um, and then they moved the Mad Hatter to 10th Street for a short while. Um, yeah, and Rockers moved out to Point down Pleasant. the Pig and Whistle. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Anyway, yeah, Rockers and Alex tried to burn the bar down, but that's a whole other story. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and what? And, and so, then, you yeah. got Rockers and another one that that we're going to be touching on here in a bit. Um, I got to I got to get the bios of you guys. Yeah. Uh, well, one of the first ones that I played uh, it, after the Rock and Roll Cafe closed down um, was JD's Jazz Club on Ninth Street. Um, and it was, you know, J.D. Folsom had started, it was supposed to be a jazz club, but then he realized jazz doesn't make money. And so he started having <laughs> rock bands, Really, but it was, it was actually, it was really cool because, um, we're on ninth street. So it's just kind of in the middle, like, okay. So, uh, between fifth and sixth avenues, uh, if you're heading South, it's on the left Where the side. the police station is? But, no, no, no. That's on 10th street. No, they, they took an old railroad <laughs> car and put it in there. And so the seating and everything on half of the bar was actually a railroad car. It was kind of cool. There's a new cafe there. 
like a little diner, like the Ninth Street Diner or something like that right now. It just opened a few months ago. But it's right next next to where the JD's was. Okay. And it was a jazz club. Yeah. But yeah. So they just started having rock bands and everything. And so uh, that was the place that we were kind of the, the house band of. That was Festus Rockefeller. Oh, okay. <laughs> that band. What, what time period was that, Alex? Uh, that was 89, 90. So that was the band I had. Festus Rockefeller was the one where you brought us up to the park and played because I guess you yeah. got lazy after you got pl- had to play all summer. Yeah, so, no, no, that was like the first bar that ever asked me to do like an open mic type thing. Yeah, and you guys played there. I remember that. You guys are really good. All right, Chuck, how old were you when you got into your first actual, yeah, this is a band and, and we're actually going to get, you got paid to be a band. How old would you have been at that point? And what was the name of the band? Uh, the, the first band I ever actually played a live gig with and got paid because they passed a the hat around and <laughs> I still have the, the actual dollar. I got paid. I think we all got paid like five bucks. I still have one of the actual dollars in a photo book and uh, got on the radio and actually got to play out. And I was 18 and I was in a band called Warlords. Oh, all right. Yeah, that was my first band of ever like, you know, uh, you know, playing out in front of public and, you know, making money, was wh- whatever were, money we made. Was that but when you yeah, were playing drums was, or were you singing yet? And we were heavy for the time. We were based out of Ashland, Kentucky. And that was, you know, it was, it's, and I didn't realize in that band at the time, because that was the first band I was actually the lead singer for instead of a drummer trying out for bands. This would have been 83 through uh, the beginning of, uh, of, of 83 through 84, like the, felt like the end of a, August of 84. Alex, what was the first band that you went, yeah, this is it. I'm getting paid. You you got a check or, well, maybe not a check, yeah. but you got a, maybe you got a beer. Uh, <laughs> maybe you got a shot of Jaeger. I don't know. But something you went, hey. Well, yeah, my first regular band that, that we got paid for or whatever was Festival. Festus Rockefeller um, playing at JD's. My first paid gig was sitting in for a drummer in a reggae band, but I may have told that story before. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. This, so this is at the Rock and Roll I Cafe. I don't even know that story. You don't know that story? Yeah, no, hold on. Wait, so, hold, right, yeah, hold, right. wait, hold right. it, hold He's it. He's going to savor the moment. Watch. Yeah, <laughs> wait, hold. Okay, first of all, all right, the first band is Festivus Rockefeller. Festus, like as in Festus. like on Gunsmoke. Holy in, hell, in, you in, all really wait, thought about it. In, in other words, what's the least likely name in the world? And one of them was going to be Buford Van Halen, but then we went with Festus Rockefeller because Festus and, and was not a Rockefeller. Player, if I remember correctly, wore bibs, right? The lead singer had, yeah, he was a hippie and, and probably only wore bibs. There was what? probably nothing else on. It was anti-Oni. It was like, we're going to do everything that Oni's doing. Yeah. The exact opposite. What right? year would this have been? <laughs> so that was 89. But Eight, they were good, though. They were good. 89, 90. So 90. you got... Uh, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just announce right now we will be having a follow-up episode about <laughs> uh, Festus uh, Rockefeller. Rockefeller yeah. We'll have the uh, reunion show. Uh, please uh, uh, stay tuned, and we'll give you those dates. But let's get to the... Wait. So... <laughs> Then you went going back to uh, Festivus Rockefeller. They were kind of um, blind melon before blind melon in, in my eyes. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, we were just you doing guys classic rock. You kind of had that vibe going on, you know, in my opinion. You kind of had that 60s vibe, but yeah. you guys yet still kind of rocked. Yeah. But I want to hear about Alex playing in the reggae so I was, band. I, I was 17. <laughs> I was 17. Yeah, was, man. And down, down at hey, Rock and Roll Cafe. Let me let me hear the bong hit. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> down at the Rock and Roll Cafe, they had a band. I'm kidding, folks. I'm kidding. <laughs> they had a band called Ross Bongi. Uh, called Ross, what? Ross Bongi, as in bong. Ross Bongi. Bongi. Okay. And uh, is that a local band they, or was that they, a touring they band? They were a reggae band from Columbus. <laughs> Oh, I, I like to say it like that because Columbia would have been a lot cooler, but no, they were from Columbus, and um, which, which, by the way, living in Columbus now, there is a ton of really good reggae bands. By the way, well, anyway, go, go on out. So they, they and they played frequently, and we were friends with them. Well, they show they they were late one night. They were supposed to play Friday and Saturday. They didn't show up at ten when they were supposed to go on. Like they haven't even gotten their equipment yet there yet. And all of a sudden, they come rolling in. They're like, "Sorry, our drummer's not with us." And he died? No. He what was, bar, he what was, bar was this, Alex? This is at the rock, the second rock and roll cafe across the street okay. n- next door to Scratch and Tilt. And yeah. um, wait, oh, uh, and I, I'm I'm sorry to interrupt. That's all right. The rock and roll cafe was originally under, under the Ford, Ford Harwood shoe store. Half price, half price, half and price, half price, half yeah. price shoes. And because okay. everything in Huntington, every basement in Huntington floods when it rains, um, they. Uh, <laughs> Are you a realtor? They, uh, sorry, uh, they they moved it. They what? moved it across the street, uh, next door to Scratch and Tilt for just to have a bigger place because they were starting to have national acts like Ellie Guns was this huge, you know, wow, sold out, yeah, sold out show there, and they were like, we need a bigger place, and so they moved across the street and and tried to get bigger acts in and everything like that, but they also had normal bands like Oni and Ross Bongi. <laughs> I would, the toys I would. and Malachi. Yeah, but, but okay. But how how are you playing drums? So, all right. So so their drummer was uh, in Europe recording with the disco band Heatwave. Oh, oh yeah. baby, <laughs> we're riding on the groove line tonight. So they were still, I guess, popular in Europe in '88. Oh, they're, uh, they're so popular in my house right, right. today. So, oh baby, too. but but see, the the band was based always and forever. <laughs> sorry, he, Heatwave was based in Dayton, Ohio. Oh, I didn't yes, know that. Yeah, they so, were, yeah, so, yeah. So that's how this guy as Ohio players too. Yeah, and so he um. They hired him to go record their album in Europe and left his band without a drummer. So they show up without a drummer, and it was too late to throw any, anything together. So I hooked him up with a buddy of mine to play drums because I couldn't do it because I was like, I don't play reggae. I don't know. So we called my buddy, and he agreed to play. So they spent the whole afternoon on Saturday rehearsing, and they were going <laughs> to play, play the show Saturday night. So... 10 o'clock rolls around Saturday night and my buddy's not back. You know, they take a break for dinner and he's not there. And they're Uh-oh. like, hey, Alex, hey, Alex, where's your buddy? I'm like, oh, he's coming. He's <laughs> hey, coming. Is your buddy a real person or is it an imaginary friend because yeah. you wanted to play? Yeah, it, it, no, it's it's a real person. <laughs> Who is it? Okay, you don't want to name names. I understand. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll let it go. <laughs> uh, Do so, I know them? So, no. Well, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, I'll tell you later. So, uh, <laughs> But like somebody who was versatile at jazz and, and rock right. and funk and, and reggae. I figured it all goes together, right? 
and, and I, I call my buddy. And the thing about the pay, pay, pay phone at cr- Scratch and Tilt is you had to get the high score to actually get a line out. So it took 25 minutes and 75 and quarters right, to right, finally right, right. go, oh, my God, I got it. Go so ahead. anyway, so I can't get a hold of him. They're like, so I go back in. They're like, hey, Alex, somebody told me that you play drums. And I'm like, uh, yeah, but I don't play. Re- come on. I was like, no, 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 no. He's like, yeah, come backstage. I was like, no, but I can't. He's like, it'll be fine. And so they take me back there. They show me the four basic beats of reggae. They're like, okay, so the bass player will tell you which one of these beats to play. Count you off, then you roll with it. Wow! I'm like, I'm like all right, <laughs> whatever. I'm like, I'm freaking seventeen. I was like, you know, like whatever. So, um, so I get up on stage and and he, you know, we start rolling through it. Next thing I know, we've played an hour and a half straight without a break. I've developed blisters; they've broken. I've bled all over this guy's drum set. Now, are these cover songs or like their songs? Mostly or? covers. They probably had. I don't. It all sounds the same. To so, me. <laughs> reggae. Uh, all, no, seriously, reggae. It's just like. So I, was it like UB UB forty stuff was, or was, Bob Marley? It was, it was it, Bob Marley, everything. Peter Tosh, legalize it. You know. Right, right. <laughs> no yeah. yep. woman, yeah. no cry. Yeah, yeah, we did it all. So, um, but anyway, but and they were, they were, they were really good. But, um, but the funny thing was, they were like, they were just blown away. I'm sure I wasn't that great, but I, I got through it. And then we took a break, and we had to play another hour and a half. And uh, <laughs> you played three hours of reggae, never having played it. But wow. Yeah, so they were just impressed. I, I, I got through it. <laughs> like you know, not that I was that great, but they were like, "Crap, you're 17, and you just." faked your way through three hours of reggae, right? Right. Yeah. And, so, and so most, like, impor- S- most importantly, Alex, they got paid. And you <laughs> helped them out. If, well, right, if, right, right. if anybody happened to have been at that show, if you're listening on, oh. a, on, on a platform that oh, you, that you maybe can... recorded video? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Video <laughs> will, will, pay, <laughs> will pay dozens of dollars for we'll it. We'll take but, audio. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, anything. But, yeah, and, and if anything that we say, I was there. I remember that. I remember that band. I remember that place or whatever. And you're on a platform where you can comment. That's great. And if you can't, info at htstimemachine.com. Send your, yeah. I remember this and that, because, you know, yeah, we, we, we would love to hear from you, unless you have something negative, and then shut the hell up. All right, go ahead, Alex. But no, I was just going to say, was like, they, they, they literally, yeah, well, I was, like, there's no way I was good, but anyway, but they offered. I loved reggae until that night. Yeah. They they actually offered to take me on the road with them. Wow. And I was like, okay, I've got like four months left of high school. <laughs> like, oh my I like, god! I think I really want to go ahead and see this out, you know. So that was my big chance. Now they're they're big headliners in Myrtle Beach now. So I guess I could have been. But you, yeah. See, Alex, it, it's it's all about the crossroads and what you decide to do. Yeah. But you, you did. Where you, did your education take you? Oh wait, a minute, sorry, <laughs> well, I forgot about. Did, did you get Did you get paid for that night or not? I think so. Well, that's probably, why, that's probably why probably why they wanted to take you on tour is they're like, "Hey, man, you know how much much you know how much we can save if we if we got this guy. Well, all we man, have to do is feed him. Yeah, I mean, this guy is yo. He all he wants to do is play, and we taught him that. Let's go. Oh my lord, that's great. That's fantastic. Well, going back going back to the rock and roll cafe, I I have a story about that place, the original one, the one on Fourth Fourth Avenue. Is, oh, there, yeah, yeah. is there a way to get in that place other than up and down those stairs? No. 
You had to load everything no. in up and down those stairs on Fourth Avenue. You, you know, and and my, you know, we were in the basement, and the thing about that place, it was kind of known as as what the at the time they called progressive rock, but progressive rock is, is now is kind of known as Rush and and like prog rock. Yeah. But back, back then it was like alternative it rock, but it was really like modern rock for like the cure, like REM and oh, okay. you know, REM and so YouTube NXS like and all that glam stuff. Band, right? yeah. So they agreed to book us for our first show. So we, we played four sets and we would do a set of, you know, classic rock, a set of hair metal type stuff. And then we learned a set of like, at the time I called it new wave, but it was actually like progressive rock. And we did, smithereens and rem and those kind of bands Rhymes just to get to play there because we knew they had regulars there and that if we played that kind of stuff even though we were we were prancing around and makeup and big hair and spandex it, they they would like us and they did who was your drummer and who was your drummer then noah shea uh alex is, is a high school friend I, drummer. I think i saw you guys there you, you probably you did probably you did, did, we, did we, you sing don't Noah joined us we did had, you sing made a demo did, with a drummer that i play with in warlords did you, i previously made but he didn't want to do any live shows with us did you and sing did so you sing we were actually when we first started we were playing the cafe and then we were going to go on a little tour down south i, I was with the agency and the, the bands before and i I had gotten back with the agency and they wanted to take us down south. So Noah was our drummer then. And I, th I think Noah I, saw, I think I saw you then. When we, well, the story I was going to tell is we actually opened up for our first, my first time ever opening up for a national act at the Rock and Roll Cafe was at, it was for the band Helix. And this was 1987, and they were on tour with uh, Night Ranger at the time. They had oh. a few off dates. So they booked the show at the Rock and Roll Cafe, and we were going to open. I had never met, besides, I met Muhammad Ali once a couple <laughs> years earlier, but I had never, like, performed in front of anybody famous. So we were, like, totally, like, just, like, oh, my God, this band is on MTV, which at that time, if you were Canada on MTV, too. you were, like, the most famous band in the world. I mean, Alex probably knows. And Oh, I, re so I, I remember were, Helix. I, I saw him open up for Kiss. Yeah, so we were supposed to open up for them at the at the uh, uh, the Rock and Roll Cafe, and my story is is like we we actually did open up for him, and the singer Brian was so cool to us. He was like totally cool to us, and he said, "Hey, you guys are great guys. You you guys got permission to hang out with us in our dressing room." Well, Alex probably knows the dressing room <laughs> at the Rock and Roll Cafe was probably. I mean, I'm looking at my living room now, which is probably eight feet by 12 feet. Yeah. That's how big their backstage was. <laughs> and so when they played, and they were awesome, by the way, they went off stage, did the encore, went off stage, and we literally, like, all followed them backstage because the singer said, hey, you guys are welcome backstage anytime you want. Yeah. <laughs> so we so, – opening first time meeting a national act we open up for it we did good and then they play they kick ass and then they get done and they run backstage and we literally like chase them like backstage and open the door and i'm the first guy in front of my band leading about three or four band members and i open the door wide open and the first thing i see was the drummer taking off his pants <laughs> 
<laughs> and <laughs> okay, I, all I, right. I saw more of the drummer than I needed to see. Yeah, and he immediately looks over at us and yells, "Get the f word out of here!" <laughs> <laughs> what? So we we slammed the door shut with our tail between our legs because we thought we were going to hang out with our friends and our new friends and idols, and <laughs> they were using you. They were just like oh, they were. Man. They were, they were was, saying so what you wanted to hear. Like later on, the singer Brian came up to me and he said, "Hey guys, uh, yeah, you you guys had, you know, you guys you could come back and hang with us backstage, but not immediately after doing the show. We're, we're changing our <laughs> Thanks for telling us now. <laughs> and, and to this day, I still have the image of the drummer and his wiener, like." <laughs> God. Oh my! <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I just wanted to tell a rock and roll cafe story. That's a that's that's a rock and roll story, and there are a bunch of Muhammad Ali fans right now going, "Thank God it was not what we. Thank God he didn't go that direction." Um, Another fun story about that night is is the two. I ended up at the bar, and I, the bar manager did that Alex knows real well, Jay. He, for some reason, he took a shine to me, and, and we were like buddies. And so me and the two guitar players from Helix were hanging out at the bar, and we were all doing shots. But I was the only one not paying for the shots because Jay would give me free shots. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> we're sitting there drinking, and the, the guitar, one of the guitar players is kind of hitting on my girlfriend at the time. And he's like <laughs> totally like hitting on her and being very obvious he's hitting on her. Just look at me and go, this guy is totally hitting on me, and I don't want to have anything to do with him. And it was, I was a rock star for the moment because I was like, yeah, dude, I'm going home with her. So like, anyway, I just wanted to give a quick little rock and roll cafe story. I'm sorry if it wasn't quick. No, it was good. <laughs> it, was, it, it, was, it, was, it was fine. So, so Alex, you're the reggae man. Did you get to go backstage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where I learned the four basic, basic beats of rock, reggae. That's Raga. all you learned? Yeah. Is, um, it, is it really? What do you mean? Yeah. It's a freaking reggae band. That's all you learned was the four beats of reggae. They didn't teach you anything else. Well, that's all they taught me backstage. We were just talking about backstage. Well, what? Hey, reggae is Mo hard to play. Trust me. It no, is. I'm, I'm talking about things that are legal now that may not have been legal back then. That's all they nah. taught you. Nah. nah. <laughs> and this was, oh, this what, what reggae band was this again? <laughs> well, I'm sure they had it. But they didn't teach you, and they wanted you to be the drummer. Well, I got bad news. I don't know if this. They is don't a real have to band. share their drugs with me. They don't have to. You know, I was the perfect guy to take on the road. Uh, oh, said, they all—they all they had to do was feed me. I would have been happy. <laughs> My God! Uh, all right, hey, hey, God, God bless them. All right, let's play a game. Hey, everybody, right. we're playing a game. All right, here's what we're gonna play. This is a game Alex has not played, and Chuck uh -oh. has not played. We want you to play while you guys are listening, and it's it's completely subjective. It's called "Which Was Better." Now, this is from the past. If this, you know, back in the day, which was better? And we'll start. Yeah. We're going to start with Alex. Alex, which was better? The Cruise Avenue. On Fourth Avenue or Cruz Avenue, which it was its own street. Fourth Avenue. I mean, th the original natural 
Fourth or Cruise Avenue. Chuck, your answer. Oh man, because my first Cruise Avenue was in Ironton, Ohio. Oh, tell us about that. I met a couple cuties there. Uh, I will say when it was its own street, because that was the only time I ever really remember being there by then. All right. All right, Chuck, we'll start with you. Which uh, which was better? When you first discovered CDs or when you first discovered streaming music? Oh, I got to go with CDs because uh, this the 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 uh, mission girlfriend earlier that I was with mm-hmm. when the heels guys were hitting on her, I was with her the first time I ever saw a CD. Her parents bought three CDs: uh, uh, Leonard Skinner, Street Survivors, U uh, two, the Unforgettable uh, Fire, and uh, uh, Michael Jackson's Bad. And that was the mm-hmm. first time I ever saw CDs in my life. So I will say CDs, and I still collect them, by the way. Alex, how about you? I like the permanency of CDs, <laughs> um, but, but which, 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 which out of those two, yeah, which, yeah. which did streaming, you go? Wow, I, this I thought, is crazy. Yeah, I thought streaming was better because CDs were just a more convenient record album. You know, what I'm saying like I, I preferred record albums. I liked the convenience of CDs, so they didn't blow my mind. But streaming, just being able to just just reach up into the sky and just grab at songs and crap like that, I love that. All right, okay. Next question. Alex, I want you to think of your favorite drum kit that you've ever had. And Chuck, I want you to think of the best just gear you ever had. Mic, mic stand, amps, whatever it is. You're Guitar. ready. Okay. Yeah, you, yeah, you're ready to go. Now, here's my question. I'll start with Alex. Which was better? The very first car you owned or your first drum set that you owned? A car. Okay. Yeah. Chuck? Oh, I got to say, you know, and I got to go back to uh, drum kit. It's my first drum kit was a bought from Pie Piper in Huntington, West Virginia, which was an awesome music store. Uh, my dad bought a red sparkled tent. And whoa, 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 at whoa. The time, it was a three, it was a three, it was a, you know, uh, three-piece kit and it was awesome and i re- i've been looking for one since because i sold it stupidly well so so uh, here's the deal my first drum set was a hand-me-down from my uncle kent and it was right. a blue sparkle kent but my uncle's name was also nice. kent. but well, that's crazy you search for kent's now and at the time i was told you know this is a second grade you know uh you know, in, in the early 80s when my dad bought it, it was kind of, in, in you know, a CB700 back then. Right. They are well sought after and they're hard to find. So I this one was to. from a friend the of 60s. Mine, he found one yeah. um, and, sent, and a guy I recorded with and he sent me, hey, I got an offer out of Kent, but it's, it wasn't actually a Kent. Um, oh, and I'd be hmm. killed to have that drunk kit today. And I so regret selling that kit. Mine burned up in a fire. Uh, it, it was my first car was a piece of crap. 73 Chevy <laughs> Malibu that we called the blue wonder that my sister didn't want that. I actually had 15, but I wasn't old enough to drive because she moved mm-hmm. away and she abandoned the car because she wrecked it. <laughs> and, but I, yeah, my kit drum kit. I would, I would, I wish I had today. All right, all right. Here, which was better? Now, you, you might have to think about this just for a second. I'm not going to give you too much time. 
And Chuck, we'll start with you. What would be better? You've just played with your band, two, three hundred people, whatever, and they everybody's going crazy. And at the end, and this is back in the day, you know, I don't know if you're married or, or whatever now, but this is back in the day. But after the show, would you rather have 10 cute girls tell you uh, different cute girls or, you know, people, whatever? You were awesome. I Oh, my God. You're the best. Or would you have... Would you rather have one musician in the audience, not an idol, not, you know, a, yeah, not Robert Plant or anybody, but somebody that you knew when you see them? Oh, my God, that's so-and-so. Would you rather have the 10 cute girls say you're the best or have that one person you know who's famous say, hey, you got some talent. It sounded good. Which would you rather have? Oh, I I had back Ray in Cyrus the day. Check my band out and kind of go. Ah, you guys are okay. You guys play rock. I'm in the country, and uh, I'd rather go with the ten cute girls. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> back sorry. then, why are you apologizing? Today, I'd go with ten cute girls. No apology necessary. But and <laughs> Alex, what about you? I have to make my answers complicated. I know, I know that's why you have me on here. Yes. I, I think I play with the motivation to impress the girls, but I think I put more stock. Like I, I think I appreciate the compliment from the musician more. Like I think it would actually mean more to me. Although, but which would be better? Which would you? You can only have back then one. the chicks for sure. <laughs> that's there you go. Thank hard, Alex. Yeah, because that musician guy is gonna go but, home. But but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like I I can't think. Again. I can't think of any compliments from girls back then. Maybe I just didn't get any. But uh, you know, as far as playing and everything goes, as opposed to like once or twice there was somebody I sort of knew, but I also knew that they were professional musicians and everything who gave me like kind of a thumbs up, and I was kind of like wow. I mean, I can remember those instances. All right. Well, guys, I, I appreciate you being on here. Here, Here's why I've got these guys on here. Maybe if you're listening to this, you remember these bands. You remember these guys. You, re I mean, even if you're just a fan of, of, of 80s, 90s, 70s, just rock where music was played by musicians there is a, and I know that this is going to be captured forever and probably I'll get a lot of awards for it and stuff, but that won't be for years. Um, but as of right now, um, there is an event coming up this weekend. Yeah! And this is uh, May the 20... When, it, I mean, uh, 28th, right? I, I can't see my tattoo. I should not have put it above my. <laughs> I should not have put it where my tramp stamp is. Um, oh, yeah. 28th. Yeah. May 28th. It's the Hooligans Homecoming. And it, correct. I'm on a holiday. You guys correct me if I'm wrong. It's all of these bands we've been talking about that played all of these places we're talking about. Who, who live all over the United States 
They all come in for this. This is the sixth. Yes. This is the sixth one, and they rock out. And and Alex. Yeah. So so yeah us. yeah. Basically, you know, it is. Yeah, uh, we got people coming in from Alabama and Ohio, and sometimes we've had people coming in from California, Florida, New York, Tennessee, uh, Tennessee. Absolutely. Um, you know, and um, that used to play at or attend or whatever because most of these bands I was just watching you know um, at Ritter Rocks and things like that and um, but I knew the guys and I worked for the guys and I would jam with the guys and, and things like that but anyway but it's just all of us old uh, rockers or whatever we get back together um, every Memorial the Saturday of Memorial Day weekend every year so Ow. so that's the thing it might be we might be ha- have it coming up we might have it coming up and everything but as this will be available in perpetuity. Um, oh, that's a big word. Thank you. Um, I've oh, been practicing hello. it all day today. Alex went to school. Yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> but anyway, but, but yeah, so you can count Are on this pretty teacher? much every year. But it is a, absolutely 100% a benefit concert that helps Facing Hunger, Food Bank, and Little Victories Animal Rescue uh, Shelter, or whatever they call it, um, that, uh, you know, this, the musicians just we're just doing it to have fun and to see our friends and we perform free of charge um the whole thing is uh put on by by tom boggs and and nick tarpley um and uh now do do, do we bring donations or is yeah. it just cash at the door do you want us to bring something i mean what? well yeah so uh, they accept canned and, and non-perishable food items uh, uh for entry or you can make a cash donation to either uh, Little Victories or to Facing Hunger. Um, I don't think that they want uh, donations of pet supplies and things. I think they just do cash donations um, with them. Uh, yeah. But but yeah. But but either way, uh, you can put five bucks into one or the other or both, and and uh, ten bucks, twenty bucks, whatever, whatever feels right to you. Yeah, I gotta tell you, you're gonna get a lot of entertainment out of that. And it's where it's where is this happening? It's the it's the the Loud, which was the V Club, and before that, it was the Valhalla Club for the old school Huntington people. Oh, uh, 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 six Six Avenue and Eight Street, correct? Okay, yeah. And and I I don't know if that was on purpose, but we are storming the Valhalla. It has a Viking theme this year. Uh uh, Yes. It, 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 and if I can interject here, yeah. you know, Alex and, and Tom and Nick, they do all the grunt work. You know, they do all the heavy lifting. And a lot of us musicians just come in and we do our deal, you know. And some of the bands, uh, our, our bands are known bands around the, the, who maybe have, like Oni started in the Tri-State area and moved on elsewhere. Um, but there's like Tri-State area bands and there's new bands. There's up and coming uh, there's there's old school musicians like us and like Alex's daughter Jillian. There's like newer musicians and stuff. It's, yeah, it's, there's actually it's, several. We're children. playing all the old school music and, yeah. and that everybody knows and loves. And um, you know, we're just doing it. Like Alex said, it, it was just like a fun thing to do for fun for us. But then we realized we can turn this into like an event where people can come. And I've had people ask me, you know, I. 
I'm from the tri-state area and I'm from family and I know family members who have had tough times and I've had friends who say, Hey, I want to come, but I don't have any money. I said, dude, go buy a 25 cent can of corn and bring it and get in and have fun. So it's, it's whatever you can afford and it all goes to a great cause. If you want to bring a hundred cans of corn, great. If you want to bring one, doesn't matter. We're going to be doing it from noon to eight. Come in. I've had friends of mine who just like, I hate heavy metal, but this is a great cause. So I'm going to come in, make a donation or drop some food off and I'm going to get the hell out of there. <laughs> but I love you guys. And, but I just, you know, so it, whatever, you know, that's, uh, we don't care. We just, we're just trying to do it, you know, to A, have fun, B, see old friends and C, help out the community we grew up in. Now this is a, it's, it's a daytime thing, a nighttime yes. thing. Yeah. Or yeah. What? yeah. So it, the first note kicks off at one. PM and we will wrap it up around eight. Uh, sometimes yeah. we linger, and but I gotta <laughs> wait a second. I gotta ask: Is that because of the age of the audience? By eight, we're no. like, hey, enough, no. enough. CSI yes, is no. on, right, Alex? Yes, and no. Yes, we do. We, we uh, you know, doors technically open at noon. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, sometimes we've done it in amphitheaters and parks around the uh, Huntington area, but also yeah, sometimes we, it's... we do it at a bar, and and they still have events at night. So right, um, well they they had so event, yes and no. yes, they had an yes, event. <laughs> yeah, they had an event at night the first year we did it there, but then they realized that they pretty much like made all they need to make. <laughs> for, for the day with us like seriously it's it's a big event it's like one of the the best money makers for them because they're not paying a band anything all we're doing yeah. is bringing in people to drink and and rock and have fun and so it's just it's all you know um so we appreciate them letting us do it there they've got a great sound system they've just remodeled it that's why they're they changed the name is the loud now and uh it's got a great layout um uh, so I thank Patrick uh, uh, down there at the Loud for for letting us do it. There's Sam, the sound man, always does an amazing job. He's used to running a lot of bands, and bless his heart, every song has a different lineup. Like we'll get up there, yeah. we're playing a song, and then all of a sudden we get another bass player, and then all of a sudden the drummer sits down, some other drummer gets up, and we don't. Most of the stuff is not rehearsed. I, I, I've literally played songs with people that I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Now, last year wasn't such a good thing, but there was a couple years. <laughs> Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it was a great not. thing. But yeah, <laughs> but but it's you know we sign up, we just we start throwing songs out on Facebook, just sending each other messages, and we start signing up for what? Okay, I'll play drums on that and that and whatever, and we just we we hope we learned our parts. We just trust each other to learn our parts and that it's not going to suck. And most of the time, yeah. it doesn't. And I, and I and once again I got to say that uh, Nick Nick Tarpley and Tom Boggs and Alex Al you know they they do all the heavy lifting and and it's you know it's it's uh, for someone like me you know I don't normally just be the lead singer and walk in and carry my microphone for this gig I don't even have to carry anything I just walk <laughs> in with my can of food I'm going to donate and all's good all right, all right. Alex what's <laughs> I walk in what's a song that's going to blow me away that you guys are playing that I would go, I would never think this is going to be played. What song are we playing together? I don't ever look at the, I don't ever, I, I, Alex, I got, I got to yeah. admit to you now. I don't ever really look at the list super close. Right, right, right. You well, are such a rock <laughs> star, no, dude. That, yeah, that's oh, a, no, we're that's doing your numbers up, right? That's a good one. Old school, but that, Old school. something everybody knows. Well, what what, we doing one together, of the songs, Alex? like one of the, I, I know that you and I, gosh, I don't know what we're doing. 
Um, but I mainly focus on the the tunes that I do with my daughter because <laughs> I don't want to suck. So you she's should. doing she's doing um, <laughs> this year. She'll be doing Barracuda. Ooh, uh, nice. Um, and, Can uh, I admit now on this so, podcast that I'm offended that Alex doesn't love me as much as he does his daughter? <laughs> no, don't kid. don't be offended. It's only natural. <laughs> but uh, we're doing some Runaways. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, also, so yeah, it's an, it'll be some cool stuff. And if, and let me give a special shout out to Jillian, uh, Alex's daughter. She is a great singer. Thank you. Understands the vibe. Totally gets the hooligan thing. <laughs> and as a young person, I mean, she. She kicks major arse. Agreed. <laughs> well, Agreed. Thank you, thank you. All right, guys. Well, hey, this this has been a blast. Um, we may have to do a, a, a follow up episode as far as uh, the the rock and roll live venues of the Huntington Tri State area. You know, I, I I am so upset. I'm so upset. You in the in the questionnaire you had spandex question i've been sitting here for two hours in my spandex <laughs> and you've not yet asked me to send you a pic and i'm real offended by that <laughs> well i've already paid 3.99 for the pic is that not <laughs> I, um, that does not go to you is that what i'm understanding i can honestly say as we sit here today that i have never ever ever worn spandex <laughs> that's why i was never allowed in oni <laughs> spandex Spanx I don't know what the difference is I don't either Yeah, they're all jeggings nowadays right there you go <laughs> there you go alright fellas we will look forward to seeing you guys this weekend uh, Saturday again the loud it's right there on the corner of Ow! 8th street 6th avenue it's where a V club used to be uh, it's an afternoon thing Drop, drop your kids off at the movies and tell them you're going to go to Lowe's. They're not going to know the difference. Um, you know, good. You know, it, 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 step back into into uh, into the days that you used to have fun. This is the sixth one. I've been to wow. three, I think. Every time six, has been a blast. Six, six. And every time. <laughs> oh, it's not about. Hey, take, 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 take. Take it easy, Beaveth. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, you, you're going to have a blast. You'll see people there that you haven't seen for a long time. And, again, all That's the money. homecoming. Yeah, and all the money goes to a great, great, great causes. I mean, you know, so um, hopefully we'll see you there. It's going to be a blast. And, it, fellas, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Um, yeah, if, Thank you for having us. You bet, man. If uh, if you guys like this episode, listen to some others. We've got plenty on the menu for you. Uh, it's Huntington Tri-State Time Machine. And machine, we... Machine, machine, machine. <laughs> and, yeah I, yeah, I guess it's only fitting for me to do a uh, the rock commercial outro. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would be something like, uh, thanks for listening to the... Uh, Huntington Tri-State Time Machine. Don't forget. Can you dig it? With your special guest, Bon Jovi and Rad, 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 Rad. All right, guys. Thanks so much. We appreciate it. And we are out of here. Thanks for listening to the Huntington Tri-State Time Machine, brought to you by Realty Exchange, the top-performing real estate company in the Huntington, West Virginia, Tri-State area. If you have a memory you would want WG to talk more about, just send him an email at memories at htstimemachine.com. 
or post a comment on the Time Machine Facebook group page. Did you like this episode? Be sure to share it with friends and family. You can find a link in the show notes that you can use to share it. And be sure to let Realty Exchange know that you like the podcast as well. Their contact information can be found in this episode's show notes.